This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendorvis, the Old Trailblazer, riding out again on Old Dan, blazing the path to the hearts of sinners. And I'm happy to be back with you folks at this time. Old Trailblazer's feeling good and blazing the path. What do you, what do you mean by that, Trailblazer? Well, we're cutting away error. What, what kind of error? Well, there's all sorts of error in the religious world today. Error is that man uh, has some inherent goodness that the Lord will look upon and uh, all we got to do is make a decision to trust Jesus, and that's okay. We're going to heaven when we die. That's error, my friend. Another error is that you can shake the preacher's hand and be saved. Another error is you baptize a baby at birth. That's an error. That, that, that's, not, that's not salvation. There's just all sorts of errors out there, my friend. We have this man who predicted that the world was coming to end on a certain day. That's error. The man has, that man's a fool. No, nobody knows that day, and not even the angels in heaven know. But he's just making a fool out of himself. That's error. But we refute those things. And we're looking now, I have been for the last few days or maybe a month or two, on the total depravity of the human heart. And it's, it's been such a, uh, a gracious time bringing you these messages. We've gotten comments, uh, of course, pro and con. Many, many folks have written me and called me and emailed me, phoned me on. I had just man got, just got off the phone with a man from over in Texas, West Texas, and uh, tell me how much he appreciates me being true to the souls of me. You know, that's what we're doing here. But we're looking at this study. In our last study there, we saw how that it was the unsaved religionists who crucified our blessed Lord. It was, they, it was them who stood there with lustful, cruel eyes and thirsted for blood, Yet Christ loved them and died for them. And he cried out off the cross, Father, forgive them. They know not what to do. It is the unsaved religionists of today who cry down every spark of spirituality that tries to rise. Oh, the awfulness of depraved human nature. But God says in his infinite wisdom and mercy and grace, I will take that depraved sinner and I'll give him a new heart. I spoke last Wednesday night here on that verse. It says, I will give you a new heart. The old trailblazer, I come here on a regular daily basis, and I have my critics. Most of you know that. But I'm not, I'm not a doom and gloom preacher. I have folks call me that once in a while. They think because uh, I refute easy believingism. The Lord Jesus Christ does not stand before you or anyone else to be accepted or rejected. You stand there to be accepted. You stand there. All hope gone. All and You have no goodness. You have no inherent goodness. But, my friend, listen. listen. Now, let's notice another picture. We've been looking at the pictures of depraved hearts. The nature of a man is worse than the nature of a beast. For man has all the worst attributes of beast without their best qualities. The scripture says in one place uh, uh, about a woman leaving her suckling baby. Yes, they do. They do, my friend. But listen, man has the fierceness of a lion without his nobility. He has the stubbornness of an ass without his patience. Man is the most impatient, most nervous creature of all the creation of God. Go there and read Jeremiah 17, 9. Man, how, man has a devouring gluttony of a wolf without its wisdom. Man has the bloodthirsty eyes uh, with, that will cry for blood of every man declaring the truth of God. That's right. Man won't have the truth. I've had folks 
criticize me up, up one side and down the other. I've had men uh, get so mad they could bite a ten-penny nail in two when I just quote the scriptures. I quote God's word that uh, the soul that sinneth it shall die, and men getting mad as a hornet. My friend, they're getting mad as a hornet because it goes home to their heart. But listen, listen, man has the has nature of a buzzard, old vulture, but he's never satisfied. They, they satisfy themselves on the, on the roadkill out there on the side of the interstate, but man is never satisfied. Man with his depraved heart will put to death those who differ with him, thinking that he's doing the will of God. And isn't that awful? Isn't that awful, my friend? Now, only the laws, only the country that we live in, that bless, bless the Lord all, uh, of, of the laws that we have to protect, the free speech of God's man, and I know that we have folks who get on the radio and rail and on the television and rail and, and say things that's not true, but they have the right to say it, my friend. Just like I have the right to come here on this little broadcast and tell you that Christ died for sinners, folks won't have that. I come here and tell you that man is a sinner according to God's Word. Man won't have it. Do you know we don't have any sinners today? No, no. I talked to a preacher over the other day over in New Mexico you know any sinners in your hometown? He said, no, in my church. He said, I go to church. There's no sinners there. I said, well, we have lots of sinners here. In our church, the Lord has been gracious to awaken them, open their heart. You say, awaken them? What does that mean, Trailblazer? Well, let me just slow down a minute, Trailblazer. Let me just slow down. Hold up, Dan. Let's just stop over here in the shade. Let's take a minute. And let's just mention the Lord has given us here, back there many years ago under Pastor Shelton's leadership, an awakening ministry. What is that? It's the fact that we preach and teach the doctrines of God's grace, the true God's word, the God's true word, and the Lord uses those true gospel messages to awaken, to uh, wake up folks who are asleep in the lap of Satan. So we call our, mes- our ministry an awakening ministry. You ask the regular television evangelist or radio evangelist what that means, or if they if they preach an awakening ministry, and they'll tell you no, they never heard of such a thing. They must be listening to the old trailblazer. But my friend, no man, no woman will ever come to Christ until he sees himself uh, in need. And how does that happen? It happens when he's awakened, alarmed. Shaken out of his sleep of death, that's all we're talking about. It's not nothing mysterious, and yet it is. The Holy Spirit, the third person of the triune God, comes there. He uses the gospel message. He uses the testimony of the saints of God. He uses a written word. He uses whatever it takes to plunge that dagger of truth. He, he opens. He draws back the scales of your eyes. He pulls the, the, your eyelids back to where you can see. Most of our folks that I know are blinded to the fact that they're a sinner. They've, they may be church member. Well, that's all it takes, they say. Isn't that enough? I give of my substance. I give of my time. Isn't that enough? Uh, no, it's not enough. Not enough. Man must be awakened. And that's what we have here at the Old Trailblazer. I know that it's not popular. I know that. We're not on uh, uh, up there upstanding with the hierarchy of this of the religious world. We don't want to be, but my friend, one here and one there 
It's like uh, pole line fishing. We used to describe pole line fishing. You go down the creek here in the country where I live, you'd find a deep hole there in the curve of the creek, and you'd sit there for a little while and catch a big old goggle-eyed perch or maybe an old catfish or something, but it's pole line fishing. You see these churches with 30,000 members, my friend? Those folks are not praising the Lord for salvation in Christ. They're praising the Lord for a program that their preacher has uh, 11 DDs and PhDs and all that behind his name. And he can romp and stomp across that podium and, 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 and talk about prosperity ministry and tell you all of those highfalutin things, my friend. I, I'm amazed. Every once in a while, I see one of those preachers on television, and I'm amazed. I told someone the other day, we was talking about women preachers, and I told them there was no way that the Lord approve of a woman preacher, but they got one on their TV. Now that has got three three jet airplanes, and then she'll get on the radio and cry and speg and TV, wanting money to send to some orphanage somewhere. Why don't she sell one of those airplanes? Lady, why don't you sell one or two of those airplanes? You can't ride in but one at a time. The old trailblazers are just crazy enough, foolish enough to ask those kind of questions. Oh, my friend, who do they think we are? I get literature here from some of those folks that send me a magazine with a picture of children on the front page starving to death and flies licking them around the mouth and, and they wanting money. Well, why don't they take some of that money that they have and then spend it Spend it on, on those orphanages. It's a tear-jerking thing, my friend. I know that there's a lot of suffering in the world. I know that. We had folks went down to Haiti right out, even before the hurricane, before the, the uh, earthquake and after also, and we saw the, 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 the suffering that's there, and those folks are suffering pitifully. But we send thousands and millions of dollars down there, and the government gets it, and the poor folks don't get it. My friend, we need to wake up. We, we just need to wake up. If we're going to send money down there, they got some agencies that do good. I know that. But, my friend, and we got off our subject. But man by nature, man by nature is deceived into believing. He doesn't believe he's a sinner. Oh, I've asked folks about being a sinner. Don't call me a sinner, trailblazer. I'm not a sinner. They equate sinning with homongering and harlotry and, and all, and those are sins, dreadful sin. But my friend, man, you and I, born into this world, the Bible says we're conceived in sin, shapen in iniquity, go astray as soon as we be born. There's not one individual who was ever born into this world that was not a sinner. And he must be redeemed. Redeemed how? By the blood. Christ's death is on the cross was was for one purpose, and that was to redeem poor lost souls, my friend, that the blood might be applied to your heart. You know anything about the blood? Well, I don't want your old bloody religion. That's what a man told me not long ago. I don't want your blood and guts religion. No, no, without the blood, there's no remission of sin. Oh, my friend, I wish I could trumpet it around the world, and we do probably with the Internet like we're broadcasting over now. And I wish some of you folks who hear me out there in, the, uh, in those places where folks would never dream of hearing the gospel, write me let me know or email me. Let me know where you're listening, over there in Northern Ireland, over there in Beijing, China, over there in Ta Taipei, over there in, in, uh, in Tripoli and in, in, uh, in Libya where the fighting's going on, there in Kenya. Oh, let me know that you're listening. Old Trevelyans would love to hear it. But we're going to be here day after day bringing you, Thus saith the Lord. That's all we're doing. Our only motive here is that you might hear the gospel, the truth, and that you might 
see the error of your ways. You, if you're not saved, you're on the road to hell. Did you know that? You say, well, Trevor, you just mighty blunt. Well, I am. I am. I only have one message. That is that Christ died for sinners and that man is a sinner by nature. And if you're not saved, if you've never, if you've never been washed, if you've never been redeemed, I'm not talking about making the decision for Jesus. I'm not talking about shaking the preacher's hand. I'm talking about if you've never seen yourself as a lost sinner and turned to the Lord in, for mercy, you're not saved. You might belong to a church that's got 30,000 members. Many of you do have two or three services in the morning to have them all in the same building. But you're not saved. If, if you can't look up at night and say, thank you, Lord, for saving an old sinner like me. That old trailblazer is kind of crazy. He believes you have, to, you have to come to Christ as a lost sinner. Well, I've never been a lost sinner. Well, you're not saved. Oh, my friend, the old trailblazer wants to be kind and gentle as he can be to you. But I'm trying to throw something in your path to keep you from going out into eternity lost. You, you don't have no second chance. Once those eyes close, you don't have no second chance. But the old trailblazer is going to be back tomorrow with another message. Remember, the old trailblazer's mailing address, Radio Missions, Trailblazer, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. And my phone number here, you call me. You take issue with me, call me. I'll be glad to talk to you. I don't fuss with you. It's uh, area code 225-664-8658. And then if you will, tell someone else about the broadcast and help me with it if you would. Send me a few dollars if you would to help us go on. Goodbye and God bless you. If you missed part of today's broadcast or would like a recording, the Old Trailblazer broadcast is now available for download to your phone, to your iPad or computer via podcast. Find out more about our podcast by visiting our website at radiomissions.org. That's radiomissions.org.